Looking for a great dining experience in Charlottesville? Look no further than the Aberdeen Barn. The barn has been family owned and operated since 1965, with Terry and Angela providing great atmosphere and mouth-watering food at Virginia's big time steakhouse. Enjoy the fine dining or relax in the Sportsman's Bar, a fantastic place to wind down and socialize, surrounded by flat screen televisions tuned to the latest sporting events. You never know who you might bump into at the Aberdeen Barn, where all the greatest Cavaliers have dined over the decades and keep coming back for the delicious menu and good times. Check it out online at AberdeenBarn.com or call 434-296-4630. Hey, this is Thomas Q. Jones, former UVA All-American running back, and you're listening to The Jerry Ratcliffe Show. Wahoo wah. Welcome to the Jerry Ratcliffe Show. We appreciate you tuning in today on whatever podcast platform you're on and on YouTube. And it's our distinct pleasure today to welcome in Army head baseball coach Chris Traz, um, who's led the Black Knights to uh, their fifth straight uh, consecutive Patriot League championship and another uh, appearance in the NCAA tournament. He's in his first year with the cadets um, with posted a 38 and 16 overall record and uh, even more impressive 21 and four in the Patriot conference play uh, and um, uh, eight and two in their last 10 games. So they're coming in, uh, coming in hot to the Charlottesville regional with Virginia first round matchup uh, this Friday at noon at uh, Disharoon Park, uh, East Carolina and Oklahoma in the nightcap. And uh, Chris, uh, th- this is not your first radio uh, rodeo. You've you've uh, you have 353 wins under your belt uh, at Marist, which is your alma mater in, in 14 seasons. Um, what was it like uh, your first year at Army and, and what were your challenges coming in? Sure. Yeah. Um, no, it's been great. You know, obviously, um, being able to, uh, you know, coach at my alma mater, um, was, was huge. Um, and to do it for so long and, and, you know, to make a change, I've got three kids, you know, it's not a far drive, but, uh, entering a, uh, a military world from a, uh, civilian existence uh, does have its challenges, but, you know, we've been really, really lucky, uh, to be here and, you know, I spent uh, one year um, as a pitching coach in 2009. Um, so I had some familiarity with with West Point and, and um, kind of everything that went into it. I didn't realize when you're an assistant coach, you you only get like 40 percent of what the job actually is. So <laughs> there was a lot to learn when I got here. Um, but, you know, to be able to coach at an academy, to be able to uh, to coach our guys and to be a part of their lives and their um on their mission here to uh, to not only play baseball but to get a world class education and, and become an officer in the army is pretty is pretty special, um, you know. And for me, I you know one of the hardest things about this job, you know, I said it was one of the best jobs in the country and one of the toughest because the expectation is to win all your games and go to the NCAA tournament. Like that's uh, where it is, but it was also left in really good hands. So I thought there was you know there was something really really kind of special here and just being able to kind of glide in and in some way, shape or form, just kind of pick up where the last season left off and put our own spin on it was 
was key. And, you know, honestly, we have great leaders. Um, you know, that should, uh, it's kind of an understatement here. Um, but I say it a lot, you know, our shortstop, Kevin DeBrule, um, I coach the team and he's our leader. Um, it really is that way. Um, and we've been lucky to be around some great people and, and, and great programs, but these guys are, um, are what you would expect them to be and what, what you hope them to be as, uh, as West Point cadets. Yeah, I, I saw a video on your website about DeBrule and uh, senior shortstop. Uh, he sounds like a coach's dream. Uh, I mean, just uh, unbelievable. No, he's yeah. a he is a unicorn. It's kind of like you know, you these are the guys that you hope you coach, and when you do, you better enjoy it because it doesn't come around every day. Um, you know, I think uh, you know I've had some some interactions with with Coach O'Connor. It's one of the things when he talks about Kyle Teal, like. They don't many. He's had some really great players, but guys with that type of personality, presence, energy, they don't come around all the time. Um, but they do have an effect, and Kevin has an effect on everybody in our program, from our coaches to our players. And um, when your best player is your best person, and he's he's a great student and a, um, and a great leader, uh, you know, you can have some really cool things happen. And he's uh, he's led our charge this year. For Virginia fans unfamiliar. Uh... Kevin DeBrule uh, is the Army leading hitter, 411 batting average. Uh, he was the Patriot League uh, tournament MVP. He went uh, five for six, had two home runs and six RBI in the championship game. And uh, I think I, I heard uh, you, Chris, on that video say that if you had to have one guy at the plate uh, in a clutch situation, it would it would be him. No, there's no, there's no doubt. He, uh, the best part for us is I, you know, I, I joke around with him a lot. He's our three hole hitter and he's about five ten, 170 pounds. And he plays like he's six, three, two Um, <laughs> he has an energy and an aura about him. Uh, you know, and when you peel back the different layers, he's, he's going to branch aviation. He wants to be a uh, helicopter pilot in the army. Um, and, and he's going to be part of one of the most elite aviation units in the, in the world. And, it makes sense when you when you when you meet him. Uh, he's the reason why he's our shortstop, our leader, everything. He is uh, he's the real deal. Very impressive kid, from what I've seen and read. Um, of course, you've got a lot of guys uh, who are pretty impressive kids, or they wouldn't wouldn't be at the military academy. Um, tell us a little bit about your team. Yeah, no, I think uh, you know it's been an interesting ride. I mean, we're kind of. You know, I think we're we're unique and not, not not unique, but I think it's an interesting kind of play when you look at our roster of who we get, who we play. We're kind of top loaded with older guys. And then we have we sprinkle in some freshmen and they've had to figure it out. And um, and they've gotten better as the season went on. I mean, I think offensively one through five, you know, that's where the numbers stick out um, from a production standpoint. I think it's five guys with nine home runs or more. They're all hitting over 300. They were all first team, all conference, um, or second team, all conference. Um, but our young guys have, found a way they, uh, you know, they found a way to get better and get on base. Like when we get our lineup going and we score runs, it's, I think when the other team kind of takes a breath as they go through the first five and then boom, we can hit them a little bit. And then it just, the, the lineup gets really, really, really long. Um, and then on the mound, we've, We've we've thrown enough strikes. You know, I think we've you know, we've been good. We lost our our number one Tanner Gresham to a Tommy John uh, surgery this week. He uh, 
you know, again, when you talk about the type of people we have, he threw six innings with a torn UCL, uh, UCL against Navy. Um, he got us off to, uh, a win in that game. And then he hasn't pitched since, but, um, we've had to kind of piece it together a little bit, but from a numbers perspective, our guys throw strikes, they, uh, keep the ball in play and they've, and they've done a good job. So we've kind of been pretty balanced throughout the year. Um, and you know, it's, again, it's an experienced club. These guys know they've been there, right. They've been to, they've been to regionals. They played in big games. They've had the, uh, the bullseye on their back for a long time. And, uh, and they play with a little bit of edge with it. Uh, I noticed that earlier in the season, you, uh, you gave Arkansas, which is one of the national seeds, uh, a really close game. Uh, so, like you said, these guys are no strangers to playing big games. Yeah, no, I mean it's uh, you know that was that was coming off. Uh, we were at Kansas State uh, right before that, and then we you know we came down and played Arkansas, and then played Wright State, another you know NCAA tournament team. So, you know, early we played Charlotte, uh, we played uh, South Florida uh, Air Force, who was at the top of their league. Like I, we've played a pretty, I think tough it's a tough schedule to um to figure some things out and and again like if you're going to be here at army you might as well challenge yourself right like this is what it is it's the most competitive environment in the world so well we've played people and, and like arkansas i think it was a great example of, of even kind of how you approach this regional um it was one of the few times in these guys careers where the bullseye wasn't on their back we were able to put it on someone else um and i think that opens up uh they played free um, they were excited about the opportunity. And again, they don't, they're ready to compete and, and they won't back down. So it's, you know, we were able to kind of stay in the game. They hit a couple home runs late, but again, it just validates the fact that we can play when we play well, we can play with anybody, um, you know, but we need to, you know, have the right mentality. We need to have some things go our way. We turned, I think three double plays in that game. So we played defense. Um, but you know, that was a, that was a good experience for our guys for sure. Uh, I, I'm sure you're uh, have enhanced uh, your reputation around the academy up there since you're uh, five and zero against Navy. Yeah, that's a good way to start. It sets a precedent, <laughs> dangerous precedent, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure that's a that's a pretty big deal. Um, is there anything about this Army team that that people don't know that that they should know? That's a good question. Um, you know, when I talk about our guys, I mean, and I can I can go on and on. I can I can do hours for you if you needed about um, what these guys go through. But I think one of the things that when you watch them and when you see the entire picture of them is that they've got probably the least amount of time to play baseball of anybody in Division One. We just don't have time. They have a lot of other stuff going on. They're taking seven, eight classes, 20 to 22 credits a semester. Um, wow. And we get three hours a day. And if we don't, we don't take advantage of it, if we weren't, aren't really efficient, um, it being, it can become challenging. So these guys do value every minute that they have and every minute they're on the field. Um, and my hope is, is throughout this weekend, again, like that you can see their enthusiasm for baseball, that their attitude, that they, they, they love to compete and love to be out there with their, uh, with their team and their brothers. But um, if you're going to go through what they go through on a daily basis and not enjoy baseball, like <laughs> it ain't going to work. Um, so <laughs> yeah. we've tried to create an environment where they like coming down to the field, where they're enjoying being around um, us as a staff and each other and, and get better. And I think on some level they've probably practiced 
and and spent the least amount of time on baseball in their entire careers and we've won more games we tried to value their off time we tried to just spend more time with them like as people um and and hang out with them because sometimes a, the best day is one where they just can relax and unplug for a minute um but what they go through and what they're what they're challenged with over 47 months here um like it's challenging but again like we talk about it's the most competitive environment in the world you're bringing the best students the best athletes the best people in the country together and pit them together and saying let's let's, let's figure it out and in, and in four years we're going to turn out um officers so um you know at the same time like the baseball and sports are important right like creating a winning mentality and a winning mindset is what's made us, you know, the greatest country in the world for, uh, for hundreds of years. So, um, you know, they're just, there are a lot of those guys. And, and, and again, I say this kind of tongue in cheek sometimes because I think they're regular guys that made a special decision. And, um, you know, again, you know, there's seven guys out there that will never probably play baseball again after, uh, this NCAA tournament is over. And, you know, they'll cry, but they'll it'll be crying because they're leaving their brothers and, and, and stuff. But they'll have maxed out their time as as baseball players. And that's pretty cool. I think I think it's also cool that, that you have a collection of such motivated guys. I mean, they uh, as difficult and challenging as it is, I'm sure they wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, we don't talk about. Uh, I don't. I don't give many motivational speeches. I can tell you that if we can't, if you, if they don't have that internal motor, they don't. They won't make it. Um, you know, they are when they come and 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 they turn it on. I mean, some of these guys are are almost you know taking a five minute nap before practice, and and when it's time, they turn it on and, and they're ready to roll. And uh, they're they're really fun to be around, and and they enjoy. It's cool for me. I live right here on post. I live two minutes from the field. Uh, we got the guys coming over the house later on uh, tonight. We're going to, you know, have a, a bonfire and uh, some s'mores and different things. Like you just, we, we are a part of each other's lives and and, and really kind of, you know, get each other through the the tough ones and enjoy the time when it's, when it's good. Was there a particular game or a particular moment in a game this season, Chris, where uh, there was, there was sort of a defining moment that maybe uh, you knew this team was, was going to be uh, another NCAA tournament team, or was just that something that was just kind of uh, a given with with all of the experience you had coming back? Yeah, no, there was a couple, you know, in back to back. It was probably in a three day stretch over over that spring break period. We uh, we lost to Stonehill um, in a game that we had beaten them the game before, like twenty one to like nothing, maybe or two or something. It was something crazy. And then we turned around and lost to them. And it was kind of like, like you can lose to anybody in the country if you don't show up. Um, two days later, we go and play Arkansas and have them on the ropes late in the game. And, I, you know, and you're kind of looking at it and you're like, guys, we can be one or the other, right? Like we can be an elite team, you know, in our league and and, and compete nationally if we want to. Um, and at that point, they kind of put the pedal down. You know, we struggled a little bit at Wright State, but then we went on a run. We won 15 straight at one point. Um and really we're playing well. And during that streak too, you know, it wasn't always pretty. We were down in a lot of games in the conference tournament. We were down every game. We were down in every game. And then, you know, we beat Bucknell, you know, we're down four, nothing in game two and we won 21, six, like wow. they, don't, they don't stop playing. You know, like we realized that there's, you know, our, again, Kevin, the Brule, we're down four, nothing. He comes in the dugout 
And he's like, they cannot beat us in nine innings. They can beat us in an inning, but they can't beat us for nine. And it was just like, they just believe in themselves. And I think, you know, like anybody would talk about, you need to be callous. Like we had some bad losses. Some guys had some tough times, um, but they worked through it. We tried to give them, a, again, a place to kind of learn through some failure, even though we were winning some games. But, you know, I think that that spring break period was like, guys, like we can do this if, if we show up every day and we had 35 guys on the same, the same mission and we're enthusiastic about going to the park, if we have the energy that we need to and the attitude, then we can, we can really, really do some cool things. So um, that early part of the year where everybody talks about, you're trying to find yourselves. Like, I think we kind of figured out who this team was. Um, and I think it's important too, when, when all they've done is win, like you're, you can't be 2022 army like there's there's nine guys that are out in the field doing doing stuff like we had to recreate our own identity and they did a nice job of it uh you mentioned you had had an exchange with coach o'connor uh, did you know him prior to this season or so a funny uh so uh kevin mcmullen uh recruited me when he was at st john's oh, okay in the day um and then a little bit when he transitioned from st john's to east carolina and then when I was at Marist, we played uh, we played UVA a few times, uh, a couple of midweek ones. And then I think we played them in 16. Uh, we were supposed to play at Virginia, but we actually played down in Charleston because it snowed. Yeah. Uh, right. So, you know, just had some like, you know, general interaction, see them on the road recruiting a little bit. But, you know, through some common common friends, um, been able to uh, to spend a little bit of time with them and, uh, you know, had a cell phone number. So, uh you know, decided that we could, we could exchange uh, or I could ask him some questions for sure. Yeah. Um, what about, what about this regional? Uh, pretty exciting. Uh, uh, as we were talking before we yeah. started the broadcast, uh, pretty, pretty challenging field as well. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of the who's who, when you think about, you know, obviously Virginia has been on a, 20 plus year run of being being a, in a, an elite program in the country ECU who's been knocking on the door to Omaha every year and, and Oklahoma who was in Omaha last year um you know and then us who've been in the NCAA tournament a bunch it's I think it's probably one of the more experienced regionals um from a player perspective in the in the country and then you know you look at Virginia and and, and obviously they've they've pitched for 25 years uh, very well but you know obviously this team offensively is is, is pretty dynamic. So um, we'll have our hands full, but um, like there's, I, I don't know, uh, you know, Mike Buddy, our athletic director, he's on the regional, uh, he's on the committee, NCAA committee. And like, there's no easy regionals anymore. Like you might've been able to look 10 years ago and be like, ah, that one looks like a soft regional, like try and find one. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. You know, you look at some in, in Tennessee's a two seed in a regional and you're like, does anybody want to play them? You know, does anybody <laughs> really want to play East Carolina or Virginia? Like, it's just what it is. So um, it's just fun to be able to be one of the 64 teams and be in it. Like, you know, everybody's watching it. I mean, you're for college baseball, you're watching it. We get to be in it. So um, it'll be fun, but, you know, daunting. And you look at the coaches, you look at Coach O'Connor and then Cliff Godwin and then and then Skip. Like, it's, it's again, it's a who's who of, uh, of coaches and, and teams for sure. Uh, talking to Brian earlier this week, he was talking about what kind of differentiates this Virginia team from some of his other 
really good teams is uh, is the offense, I guess, uh, yeah. one through nine. Um, I don't know how much video you've seen of, of these guys, but uh, what, what impresses you about Virginia's offense? They don't miss hit many balls. Uh, the ones they miss hit, they go to the warning track. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, they're just they're just really good. And I think the guys and, and you know, I, I'm probably maybe paint this with a broad stroke, but like I, I really believe the, they understand their identity as hitters and how they connect to the offense. Like they you can tell in a sense of what the, some of these guys are trying to do. Like Geloff is trying to drive runs in like he's not trying to punch balls through the right side. Like he's going to get a swing off and go. And then you've got some guys that are working in the gaps and trying to hit doubles and, and, and work through, like they're just very disciplined to who they are, uh, which makes them really hard to pitch to because they don't get it outside themselves. Like they don't have really terrible at bats. Um, they're not truly free swingers. They swing hard and they're aggressive, but they're aggressive with a purpose. And that, and that makes it pretty difficult. Uh, you guys traveling down tomorrow, I assume. Yeah, we'll leave. Uh, we'll leave tomorrow morning, and then uh, we'll get hopefully down into uh, Charlottesville in the the early afternoon, and then uh, we'll practice uh, at a at a high school close by um, tomorrow night, and then we'll be at you know obviously be at UVA on Thursday. Um, not asking you to give up any any secrets, but uh, when when you uh, when you come to a regional like this, uh, how do you how do you go about setting up your strategy for the weekend? Yeah, I think you know the the biggest piece for us is like our lineup's going to be our lineup. It's kind of been that way for for a couple months now. The pitching part has been the one that we've got to kind of really kind of look at, and that's been trying to dive into. You know, you're guaranteed two games, right? And and you can figure out kind of matchups and stuff. The the hardest part is there's there's not really a good matchup, uh, you know, again, when you look at it. So we're just trying to try and dive into to UVA a little bit more, obviously, and, and then, you know, come up with an option, you know, pitching wise, um, you know, but, you know, it's uh, the best, again, the best part for us is kind of all hands on deck. Like we can, we can do some things that are pretty traditional if we need to, or if we can be a little bit creative and, and, and push, uh, push the risk a little bit if we want to, but um, we're still, we're still probably 24 hours away from having a, a solidified plan. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. You got plenty of time. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, well, listen, Chris, thank you so much for uh, taking some time time out of your day and, and letting us know about the cadets and um, what this team is all about. Uh, should have a full house for you guys. Uh, exciting uh, atmosphere for the tournament. It's been uh, Virginia hadn't hosted since 2016, so I think the uh, the fans are are really fired up to to watch some great tournament baseball. No, that's awesome. It's a it's exactly what you know. I think our guys want, and and I think what they deserve. It's a cool, it's a neat, it's a neat atmosphere to play in a regional, but to do it in front of a packed house, and and again, some you know teams that that just play good baseball, right? Like it's no nonsense, and we're just going to go and and play nine and, and, and see what happens. And so we're, we're excited to be in, in Charlottesville tomorrow and, and spend the weekend there. And I appreciate you having me on. Well, thank you and uh, travel safely and we'll, uh, we'll see you sometime in the next day or two. Very good. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. As a lifelong runner, the pain in my feet was debilitating. Finally, I went into the Good Feet Store and found the answer. 
personally fit art supports. They helped me so much, I ran my first marathon that year. Then because I believed in the Goodfeet system so much, I bought the store. I'm so happy to offer my hometown community the opportunity to find relief from foot, knee, and back pain. The Goodfeet store is located in the shops at Stonefield near Trader Joe's. Book your appointment today at goodfeet.com.